Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid. And today we're going to be talking about the three pillars of becoming a more confident leader. Now, don't turn this off if you don't feel like a leader, okay? You need this more than anybody if you don't feel like a leader because we are all leaders. We are either leading ourselves, or we are leading other people or we are leading a team or we are leading customers. So Everybody needs this training, so make sure that you tune in, get a pen and pencil, pen and pencil, pen and paper, and take some notes because this is going to be so good, all right, y'all? So first and foremost, I want to tell you guys about the giveaway. We are doing a $100 cash money giveaway when we get to 100 five-star reviews. All you have to do to get entered is leave a five-star review with a love note on either Apple uh, or Apple Podcasts or iTunes. There must be a love note because I can't see the reviews unless they're a love note. And so if you want to be anonymous, you can be anonymous, but then you won't get entered into the giveaway. So $100 cash money giveaway. All you have to do to get entered is leave a five-star review. When we get to 100 five-star reviews, I'll be giving away $100 cash money. All right. And then the fun fact of the day is that I never wear socks that match. <laughs> I love wearing socks that don't match. Uh, I think everybody hates it, but or either you hate it or you are on board with it and you do it too. But I literally unmatch my socks on purpose. I will get a brand new pack of socks and I will pick two different ones out of the pack because I hate when my socks match. I have always hated it. It's been since I was little. So if you can relate to that, make sure you screenshot this, share it into your Instagram stories and tag me at the real queen Sid and write on there. My socks don't match because I want to know where my people are at. Okay. So without any further ado, I am super, super excited to get into this. These are the three things that you need to become a more confident leader. Let's go, go, go. I remember having this conversation with BU and JL on Brian's front porch and we were talking about confidence and he was like people that have confidence literally take it for granted because yeah 90% of life is showing up but if you don't have the confidence to show up like no, nothing's gonna happen right if you don't have the confidence to do something when you show up nothing's gonna happen right so 90% of life might be showing up but I think 100% of life is confidence okay and so he was saying people with confidence take it for granted and you don't even realize how hard it is to start to build. But once you start to build it, you will see it rapidly build on each other so, so, so quickly, okay? So confidence is the most important quality because people follow confident people. People follow confident people. It doesn't matter what you're selling. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. It. If you talk about it with enough confidence and with enough belief, people will follow you. They will. It just... It's just a law, okay? A, a Sydney law that I'm making up right now. But the point is, it's not the words that you say, it's the energy that you say it. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Was that already a couple weeks ago? On team training, uh, when we talked about belief, it's not that you're not doing the things. It's not that you're not talking to the people. It's a lack of belief behind what you're doing. It's the energy behind what you're doing, right? When we start, when we get one no, and we start to kind of, um, trail off or we we get one no and we start talking less lisa grossman says this all the time people don't quit this industry they just stop talking right they just stop talking and it's a lack of confidence it's a lack of self-growth in that confidence area and so people think that confidence is something that you're born with there's two common misconceptions people make about confidence one people think it's something that you're born with either you have it or you don't 
and they just, oh, I wish I was so confident as you. Oh, I wish. Has anybody ever said that before? I used to say that all the time. I wish I was confident. Yeah, well, it's a skill we can build so y'all can all be confident. You're welcome. Okay, the second common misconception that people make about confidence is that people believe that confidence is a byproduct of what you have done in your life. So people believe that oh, well, because she has flashy shoes or because she has a million dollars or because she has whatever body that you are looking for, because she has, you know, the hairstyle you want or whatever, we think, oh, well, that's why she's confident. And it's not that way. You think about your mentor, right? You think about Jesse Lee. And I think this is something that a lot of people do um, with Jesse Lee is you kind of look at your leader and you assume that they don't have any self-doubt you assume that she doesn't have flaws. You assume that she doesn't have um, things that she's self-conscious about. And I can tell you as one of her closest friends, that girl's got some flaws, okay? Just like the rest of us. Like, it's, it's a false belief that you're confident because of what you have. You think she's confident because she has a million dollars or that big house or you know all these contacts or drives a Lamborghini. I'm gonna tell you right now, she got all of those things because of confidence, right? So it's not that confidence is a byproduct of what you do in your life. It's what you do in your life is a byproduct of building your confidence, right? So it's the other way around. This is the common misconception that people have. And so the thing is, the people that have confidence and the people that have that successful life, I know there's somebody in your mind that you think of when I say the word confident, right? There's somebody that you picture that you're like, oh, that is somebody that I wish I was as confident as. And so, you know, on the tangent of confidence, I literally was pacing around my kitchen five minutes ago because I was getting, I was, I don't know why I was nervous this week, but I'm nervous. I was nervous to get on here and train this week. And so that's just a little bit of like inside information. Y'all probably don't see that. You probably are like, oh, she trains every week. Oh, she does live all the time. Oh, she does TikToks all the time, right? She's so confident. No, I was sitting here like, why is my stomach turning? Why do I have butterflies? Why am I nervous? Ooh, I feel pukey, right? And so my point is the people that have confidence just believed for so long before they actually saw the results, right? So that's all confidence is. Confidence is just believing before you actually see the results. And so a lot of people, like I said, we don't, we don't recruit or we don't bring people into the business or you don't try to lead people because you're, oh, well, I haven't seen success, success yet. Oh, well, I haven't made X amount of dollars yet. Can anybody relate to this? Well, what do I talk about? I don't know how to recruit people because I haven't made X amount of dollars. I haven't quit my job yet. Okay. I've been there. I'm literally sitting here like, oh, I haven't made, you know, six figures. I can't recruit people. Although we might be near six figures this year. That's besides the point. The point is, <laughs> the point is we're getting close. We're writing a line here. Okay. Uh, I'm not making any uh, income claims. I need to beat beat back it up before I say something I should not supposed to say. Okay. Um, my point is we all have that insecurity, right? And it's not, I haven't, like we're waiting for results to get the confidence to recruit, but having the confidence to recruit will get you the results. You see the, the vicious cycle here of like crap, like it's just a vicious cycle, right? And so you just, you don't have to see the results yet. You just have to believe they will come. That's it, right? And so confidence, 
Confidence, oh, can't, my, my notes are just a little chicken scratchy. Uh, confidence cannot be dependent on your past. We talked about this in the, in the belief training a few weeks ago, but confidence can't be dependent on your past or what you have today. And that's kind of what we, we base our confidence on, right? We base our confidence on our previous skill set and the things that we've acquired today, right? So like you base your recruiting confidence or your business building confidence on what your business looks like today, not what you believe it could be in the future, right? And I was listening to another podcast today and somebody had said, you know, the best sales thing that you can do, especially in uncertain times, like right now, is paint a picture of the future. Everybody knows that this, this quarantine, this coronavirus, it's, it's going to end eventually, right? And so what kind of future can you paint for people? for after this ends, right? They're stuck at home right now. A lot of them lost jobs. A lot of them need income. Can you paint a picture of what their life can look like after this whole pandemic, right? And so it's not based on your past or what you have today. It's based on your, what you believe you can have in the future. And I told you guys on the, on the belief training a few weeks ago, like literally if you if you started today and didn't know anything that you know right now, and I said to you, Laura, you could, you could do, go rank seven in one month. You'd be like, okay, let's go. Right. Because you have no past belief. You don't even really know what that means, except for I'm gonna go hard and I'm gonna hit it because Sydney said I can, right. Because Sydney said it's possible. So can you create that belief for yourself? right? Can you ignore the past, ignore what you have right now and really get a vision of the future and to see results that to see results, you have to do something that you've never done before. You have to be someone you've never done. You've never been before, right? To see different results, you have to be someone that you've never been before. And so I got on a training with Eric worry last week, I believe. And he said, raise your awareness. Okay. You're not going to get direct coaching step by step by step by step by step by step by step on everything. But can you raise your awareness and pay attention to the people that you see as confident? What do they do? What mannerisms do they express that make you feel like they're confident? What energy do they bring to the table? How do they interact with people? You guys want to know how I learned how to interact with people? Jesse Lee Ward, when I was literally a nobody to her. I remember coming home from the first event of meeting her in, well, I'd already met her in person, but I was not, I was, I was high when I met her the first time. So the first time I met her sober, um, I remember coming home from that event and I said, I don't know how she does it, but we were standing in a room of 300 people. And I swear to you, it felt like only her and I were in that room. She is laser focused on people. She is very attentive. She's very like, it's, it's crazy. And so I wanted to make people feel like that. I wanted to make people feel like I, my, my, all my attention was on them. We were the only people in the room and I wanted to get better at doing that for people because I loved the way that it made me feel. And so I literally watched what she did. I just watched you raise your awareness, raise your standard and just watch what people do. She does little things like she'll put her hand on people's shoulder or she'll make direct eye contact the whole time she's talking to people or she really, really just listens, right? 
That's something else that people that are really confident do. People that are really confident just listen, right? And so do something that you haven't done before and raise your awareness around the people, around what the people that you wish to be like, what are they doing, right? And so make sure everybody's muted. No, ma'am. Okay. And so confidence is just a belief and a feeling. And so it becomes, you just have to become conscious of the power of your mind and master it. Right. And so confidence, there's confidence and fear are like, right. They go almost hand in hand with each other. Right. Confidence is just the belief that things will go well for you. Fear is the belief that things won't go well. It's just one little story switch, right? It's just, we've talked about, uh, we've talked about green light and red light stories, right? Fear is you telling yourself a red light story that something is gonna go wrong. Confidence is just telling yourself the green light story that it's gonna go right. And even if it doesn't, it's gonna be okay, right? It's gonna be okay. And so, I want you to write these things, three things down because this is going to, every single time that you are feeling not confident, I want you to remember these three things. You can build confidence if, because you are willing to, because you are worthy, and because you are capable, right? We are willing to build confidence. We are willing to take the steps. We are willing to take the leap of faith. We are willing to believe that something good is gonna happen. You are worthy. I don't know if y'all have heard my saying late, lately, it's written across the top of my mirror, but worthiness is a birthright. I don't know who told you that worthiness wasn't a birthright, but it is, okay? And you are capable. Y'all know I hate the word potential. If you've heard me preach about this before, you know, I hate the word potential. Everybody has potential, right? Everybody has potential. It's what are you gonna do with it? Right. And so that kind of goes along with capability. Everybody is capable of being confident. What are you going to do with it? Right. And so there's three things that I want you to focus on. These are like the three keys to being a more confident leader. Okay. So the first one it's is authenticity. And so authenticity is the root of confidence because it's the ability to share your real self regardless of what other people think do say or how they react because you're comfortable with yourself right and this is the ultimate root of confidence especially self-confidence right and so a lot of times when we're lacking confidence is because we're being inauthentic and i love when i listen to this podcast today i love this uh, this part where he said confidence is the willingness to experience any emotion it's the willingness to experience any emotion because a lot of times we're not authentic because we're afraid of how people are going to react. We're afraid of how they're going to yell or cry or be sad or whatever, or I don't know, be a butthead. But confidence is the willingness to experience any emotion. Being yourself 100% authen authen authentically, auth yes, authentically, got it. Uh, authentically, without a fear of how people react, right? So somebody might react not well to the fact that I am gay, right? Like that's not, people react not well to that all the time. Does it make me sad? Yeah, sad for them that they got so much hate in their heart, but like I'm willing to feel those emotions, right? Like, yeah, it brings me sadness literally every single time somebody 
hates on my life, my life, but it's sadness for them, right? And so it's that willingness to feel any emotion, okay? And so I think that in this profession, we value time freedom and we value money freedom a lot, but we forget that there's a third one and that is personal freedom. In this industry, especially in this team, nobody can tell you who to be. Nobody can tell you that you're wrong. Nobody can tell you that you, you know, can't dye your hair or you can't wear that to work or you can't have your piercings or you can't have your tattoos or whatever other corporate America things they say. Nobody can tell you that, right? We don't discriminate. If you look at our team, next time we're on a Wednesday night Zoom, I want you to, to really flip through our team. You will see every single ethnicity. You will see gay, you will see trans, you will see lesbians, you will see, you will see everybody, everybody. And that's personal freedom that not a lot of people get to experience. And so I know that y'all value time freedom and I know y'all value money freedom, at least I do. But I want you to add personal freedom to that because that's amazing. That's what authenticity is at its core. It's personal freedom, right? It's the freedom to be yourself. And so I think a lot of people aren't authentic, especially if y'all are like me, because we're people pleasers, right? Hello, recovering people pleaser over here, over here, over here, over here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So stop people pleasing. Just show up as you. And if people don't like you, they don't like you. Like, so what? Great. Have a nice life. Awesome. Bye. See you later. Right. And I know we all started a place where like, Ooh, I don't want anybody to not like me, but I think eventually you get to a point where it's just like, God, I am so tired of being what everybody else wants me to be. And so learning how to say no is aligning with your most authentic self. Because a lot of times we say yes to things we don't want to. We say yes to giving team members attention that they haven't earned. We say yes to, um, I don't know, giving, I mean, giving customers things that they haven't earned. We say yes to, you know, events that we don't want to go to. How many times have you said yes to your husband or your kids when you didn't want, well, I think kids are a little bit different, but like your husband, when you didn't want to do something, right? Like when you, when he said, Hey, I'm going to go out to this, you know, this, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Okay. I literally used to do everything that Mitch wanted to do. We used to go to, um, car shows all the freaking time. I hated car shows. I don't care about car shows, but he wanted to go to car shows. And so to make him happy, I would go to the stupid car shows every weekend instead of sitting at home building my business like I wanted to be. Could you imagine if I had said no to all those car shows where we would be? That was like freaking five years of car shows, man. That's a lot of car shows. <laughs> So say, learning how to say no is aligning with your most authentic self. The second, uh, the second key to being a more confident leader is action. And action, confidence is taking action, confidence is taking consistent action towards your goal that is worthwhile, towards a worthwhile goal, right? And so sometimes, have you ever noticed that like, we start to get uh, close to our goal or we start to get like, you know, you get like a new customer or something and you're like, Ooh, I haven't gotten a new customer in a while. <laughs> I think I need to do dishes. <laughs> I think I need to do the laundry. I think I need to clean the house. 
I think that, uh, I think my dogs need a walk. I don't know. I think I need to do about 62 other things so that I can avoid getting another customer because that would be scary. That would be too much success for one day. That is self-sabotage, right? So busy doesn't always mean that you're making worthwhile action, but confidence is the consistency part, right? When you have the confidence to believe what your future is going to be, when you have the confidence to believe in the vision that you have for yourself, a lot of people make this in, make this their hobby, right? And the difference between a hobbyist and a business owner is that hobbies cost you money. Hobbies cost you money. Businesses make you money, right? And so a lot of us treat this like a hobby because we don't even see the vision of this actually being a business for us, this actually being something lucrative, this actually being something where you wouldn't have to go work full time if you don't want to, this actually being something where you could, you know, set up an entire college fund for your kid before they're even freaking five years old. Like, I don't know what your dreams are, but we don't even see that vision and so we keep it a hobby. And so if someone's taking an action, it's generally a crisis of belief and vision, right? It's, they don't see the vision. They don't have the belief because I promise you, if you saw what I see for each and every one of you, you wouldn't stop because I see beautiful lives for each and every one of you. Every time I think of this, I think of Laura traveling all over Europe and writing her book and all of her dreams. Like I see that for you. I see that for you, right? And if you all saw the future that I see for you, for yourself, you wouldn't stop. The action would be consistent. It would be repetitive. It would be go, 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 right? And so a clear and compelling vision is important to take action, but then you need to get clear steps, right? And so sometimes when we get this clear, compelling vision, we're like, oh, okay, I got the vision. I know where I want to go. And then you think, okay, there's 652,000 bazillion steps in between where I am and where I want to be. And so we don't take the first step. Just focus on the first step in front of you. Just focus on one step, one step, one step, one step, one step, one step, because every time you take one step, it's a little win and you gain a little bit of confidence. But when you start looking at the huge picture and you say, oh, well, I'm not, you know, living in the huge mansion yet. And that's so far away. We start to get this huge daunting gap between where we are and where we want to be. And then you don't make, you don't take any action because it's too scary. It's too big of a gap. It's too many steps. So just focus on the one in front of you. That's why I love that we're focusing on multiplier this month because it's just one new customer. And then just focus on your next new customer. And then just focus on your next new customer. Like it's not focusing on 20 boxes of, of Nat and four new customers. It's focus on your next box. How am I gonna get my next box, right? And even babier steps than that, when am I going to do my next live? When am I going to make my next post? When am I going to reach out to my friend that I know would benefit from ketones and doesn't have them in her body yet? Little baby steps, little, little, little baby steps because completing each step builds, each step builds those confidence, builds that confidence, okay? And so the third pillar of being a more confident leader is adaptability. And I talk about adaptability, but probably not emo as a much as emotional intelligence, but they kind of go hand in hand. But adaptability is the 
the confidence that you know going into this, your plan isn't going to go the way that you thought it would. Not a single thing in your life has gone exactly according to plan. Not a single thing. I know you can hear, you can feel me on that. Not one thing has gone exactly as you planned it on plan A. You got, you know, we ended up with the same outcome at the end, but we got to plan Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, Z, I don't care. You got to like one of the plans all the way at the end of the alphabet, right? And so staying focused on the end goal, but being flexible on how you get there. That's what adaptability is. We're focused on the end goal. The end goal is building your business. The end goal is whatever your end goal is, but can you be flexible about how you get there, right? And so adaptability is the ability to adjust and to pivot. And I really like those words. And I really like pivot because I think that sometimes we look at change as a really negative thing. And I think that pivot is kind of a more positive word. It's not, we're not changing, we're not switching, we're not stopping, we're just pivoting. It's just a little shift. It's just a little, okay, we're gonna go this way, right? And so the key to adaptability is acceptance. The acceptance that when you go into your plan, it's not gonna go as planned. The acceptance that things are going to change and that's okay. And the acceptance that you can't control everything. You can control how you react. You can control how you, uh, how you are in a situation. You can control you and yourself. Everything else is out of your control. It's out of your control, right? I was just having a, um, I'm not gonna get super political on here, but I was having a conversation with, with Ash and she went to go vote today. And she's like, you know, what if my vote's not enough? And I said, you know, you did what you could. You did what you could, and that's all we can do. And whatever happens, happens, and we will deal with it as it comes. We will deal with it when it comes. That's all we can do, right? And so can you start to take that mindset in your business? Can you start to take that mindset in your life, right? And so when you become ad adaptable and become able to accept, you become more confident in going into things because you've already accepted that it's not going to go how you planned. My greens, I freaking love you so much, but you plan and plan and plan and plan and plan and never act. And you plan out this perfect plan. And then when you finally act, it doesn't go according to plan. You got to set up a whole new plan. And it's like, man, dude, if you just acted, you would have figured that out pretty quickly, right? So those are the three, the three pillars of being a more confident leader. It's authenticity action and adaptability. And I hope that helps y'all. 